0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our analysis show. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, it could be called an investigative show, but it's not an investigation, but it's more of an analysis. But you could have that, you know, that news so thing, something like that. We um, don't have the budget for that. But it is an analysis show because uh, something that's come out on Twitter from a person named James Norton, this is the account that reported this, um, about the chelsea Saudi Arabia connection. And I just kind of want to do a deep analysis on this because sometimes it's so easy to get... These things and to easily go into conspiracy theory more or to go into defensive more. So I just wanted to sort of and analyze it and see what is it. it you know, when, when we talk about Chelsea Saudi Arabia, what is it? And so this isn't a hit job on Chelsea. I just want to make that clear right away. So if you got to this far, this is not a hit job on Chelsea. This is not a hit job on the fans. This is just an analysis of the situation. I don't have any inside reports. I don't have any kind of sources. This is mainly what I think is happening. So this is my opinion. And anybody else can have a different opinion on on this topic. So feel free to share that in the comments, of course. And we can obviously have a civilized discussion if possible about it. Now basically what this, what, what the, what the show is about. So, um, as, as I reported this morning, um, you know, this, this talk that Edward Mendy, Hakim Ziyech, um, Khalidu Koulibaly are all going to, you know, possibly looking into moves into going to Saudi Arabia. There's also talk of Romelu Lukaku, maybe going to Saudi Arabia, which he rejected. There's a couple of other, you know, Kante has already gone to Saudi Arabia as well, although that was on a free transfer. So there's these, you know, deals happening. And the report that the, the tweet that came out suggested that, um, well, not suggest it basically informed us that, uh, Clearly, Capital, which owns 60% of Chelsea, they are the majority owners of, of, of Chelsea, they basically have a 5% investment from the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, which is basically, you know, the government fund for, you know, these kind of, of projects. And the Saudi PIF also, Public Investment Fund, PIF, also has st- stakes in four Saudi Arabia clubs who are all interested, you know, in, and, and three of them was signing Chelsea players. So, um, you know, is there a sort of a conflict of interest here where, you know, one sort of, uh, you know, organization has all these football clubs, and they need players, and they're basically going to another, um, uh, you know, sort of an organization that they are invested in, We're also invested in another organization, and they're basically working outside deals where they are paying inflated prices for players that Chelsea don't want, um, and they're signing them for, for Saudi Arabia, is that sort of a form of financial doping, is that, you know, could that be considered cheating, you know, and all of that stuff. So. There's a lot there to unpack. Now, let's, unless you want to be clear, Saudi Arabia don't have an investment in Chelsea. So they do not own Chelsea. They have an in minority stake in an organization that owns, that, ha, that has a stake in Chelsea. So just to be clear on that, so that's how it is. Um, obviously, there is some conflict of interest. There is. I mean, you know, anybody who thinks there is and is naive, there is obviously. And maybe not conflict of interest, but just a connection, a partnership, right? Because you've obviously broken that deal um, you know, and so it's like sort of you, you you, build that connection that you go, hey, I own you and you know, I own a part of you, fine, you know. Um, this is something else we own. Do you want to get involved in that? You know, we've got these players that we don't want. Um, You know, do you want to buy them? So there's obviously all that sort of thing. Is it, is it illegal? I don't think it is. I think it's a very, you know, and, and Chelsea have been very good at finding loopholes, by the way. Let me just speak to Chelsea. been fantastic in finding loopholes. I found the loopholes around the amortization of player contracts you know, which quickly um, you know, they've obviously found d- different ways of, you know, working, uh, you know, so they found loopholes and now they found this one as well, where they basically, they've been good at that. I don't think it's a loophole. I just think that it's it's not illegal. Is it unethical? Could it be considered a form of, of cheating? I think that depends on your interpretation. I do think there is something wrong. Um, And I will be honest and say, and if this happened with with the club that I support, I would probably say the same thing. I think there is something ethically wrong where you've kind of um, you've built a connection with someone who's got an unlimited amount of money available to spend on something, and you've told them these are players we don't want. Can you sign them for your for your clubs and give us this amount of money that we will need to kind of you know go out and spend some more money and kind of you know stay within the rules? So there is something unethical about that. It's not illegal, so so let's be clear, it's not illegal. There is something unethical about that. But then again, what I will say is. Is that, is that true, right? Is that, is that true that, you know, these players are players that just Chelsea... Uh, do Chelsea just want to get rid of them and they're trying to force them on Saudi Arabia? I don't think that is the case because if you look at the Saudi Arabia signing so far, you know, at first I thought, okay, well, maybe they're trying, you know, it, it, makes, it makes sense. They're trying to sign big names like Messi and Ronaldo and Benzema. And then, you know, suddenly they're signing, you know, Mendy and Siak and 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 kulibali who are good players, but they're not necessarily those well-known, name-recognized players. So what's going on? But then I look at the fact that they've signed players like R- Ruben Neves. They're trying to sign uh, Nicolo, uh, Not sorry, Marcelo Brozovic has apparently been linked as well. There's a bunch of players that have been linked with Saudi Arabia. And Wilfred Zahab was linked with Saudi Arabia as well. So it's not like Saudi Arabia just trying to sign big-name stars. It's trying to sign pretty much anyone, any, uh, everyone and anyone who wants to come to, to Saudi Arabia. They're trying to you know, um, reach out to a whole bunch of players. Um, and that's an aggressive recruitment drive. And I think that aggressive recruitment drive is being driven by the fact, I think, that they just want players who played in Europe to come to Saudi Arabia to kind of showcase that Saudi Arabia is a footballing hub. That is, it, it is a competitive space where players want to go. And so idea. So ultimately, be we where fans might want to go. And so then, you know, that improves their chances of winning the 2030 bid for for the World Cup. So... There is there is a strategy in place, however convoluted and 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 um, you know confusing it might be to the rest of us. There is a strategy in place from Saudi Arabia, so I don't think it's just a matter of Chelsea saying, "Well, these are three players we don't want. Can you just take them and give us you know 100 million pounds for them? Um, you know, which we not we wouldn't even get 30 million pounds if we sold them to European clubs, but you can give us 100 million pounds. That gives us money that we can uh, you know uh, use towards uh, RFP budget or whatever. So I, I don't think it's just that. I do think the Chelsea connections help. Right, they do help because you know, obviously, if you're going to support a club, if you're gonna buy players from if you know if you're gonna support a club, you might as well support a club that you already uh, that you know that the organization that you have a stake in already owns and you kind of help them, right? Because if Chelsea have to face punishments or sanctions or fine, that reduces their value, which in turn reduces the value of Clear Lake's investment, which in turn reduces the value of the PIF investment. So there is there is a chain there, but it's a very, very loose chain, obviously. But there is a chain. Um but Like I said, it's not necessarily something where... I I think it's too much to suggest that... Chelsea basically went to Saudi Arabia and said, these are three players you don't want and can you take them for 200 million, 100, 150 million pounds. I might be understanding at 100. I'm saying 100 because I think that's a reasonable value from Saudi Arabia. It could be 150, 200. We don't know what the prices are like. So I don't think it's something that, that Saudi Arabia went and said, yeah, we'll give you 150 million pounds for these three players that you don't want to protect our 5% investment. I don't think that's the case. But as I said, is it unethical? Is it illegal? No. Is it unethical? Yes, it is. There is there's definitely some sort of unethicality happening. But then again, let me, let me end this video here by saying this. What's ethics in football? When, when you know, ethics in football don't matter anymore. Right? One was, a, who cares about ethics in football? Lost its ethics a long, long, long time ago. Where you know, you could the Premier League lost its ethics in probably 2004. Some might say in 1993 when they sold it to, or 1992 when they sold it to, to Sky. Uh, others would probably tell you it was 2003, 2004 when Roman Abramovich bought it. So football and Premier League lost its ethics a long, long time ago. So we can't really sit here and debate and say, what well, you know, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. And My point is nobody cares. Right? You might care. I might care reality is nobody else does. The people in power don't. Um, So as long as they're not doing anything illegal, which they are not, I think Chelsea will be okay. And I think this will be fine. Um, It's just what it is, right? It is what it is. But uh, anybody who's naive enough to think, oh no, this is okay. This is fine. It's like, "Oh, oh, this is all above board. It's not all above board. But then again, Do you care about what's above board or not? That is a personal opinion that you will have to look into. Will they get sanctioned for it? They will not get punished for it at all. There will be no punishment because there's nothing against the rules of doing that because there is no direct conflict of interest here. So that's just a quick analysis of the situation. Like I said, um, you know, I don't think it's all... I mean, there's obviously complications and layers to it, and, and this I just wanted to put some light on it. I hope I've given a balanced opinion of this from both sides, but I don't think Chelsea are doing something necessarily. That Chelsea are not doing something where they're basically blatantly using Saudi Arabia to get rid of their unwanted, uh, you know, assets to be able to, you know, fudge the numbers. But at the same time, I don't think it's a case where Chelsea would not have been able to have these conversations if they didn't already have that relationship um with PIF. So there is, you know, there is that synergy. I think it's important to recognize both sides of it. So that's just my opinion. Of course, share your thoughts on this situation and what do you think is going on? Um, And do you think this is, right? This is wrong? Do you think there should be some kind of rules against it? I mean, let me know your thoughts. I always love to hear from you, of course. Just much like if you enjoyed this, with this video and do subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We always appreciate your support. We've done quite a few videos, so do check them out as well. Thank you so much for watching. See you again soon. Bye-bye.